can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Crazies, let me tell you the news My head's been wet with the midnight dew I've been down on bended knee Talking to the man from Galilee He spoke to me with a voice so sweet I thought I heard the shuffle of angels sweet He called my name and my heart stood still When he said, John, go do my will Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down You can run on for a long time Run on for a long time Run on for a long time Sooner or later, gotta cut you down Sooner or later, gotta cut you down Well, you may throw you a rock Hide your hand Working in the dark against your fellow man But as sure as God made black and white What's done in the dark will be brought to the light You can run on for a long time Run on for a long time Run on for a long time Sooner or later gotta cut you down Sooner or later gotta cut you down Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Alright, now we got the stogie stogie got the stogie stoking uh just a few observationals from life life liberty and pursuit of hoppiness um i went down this weird rabbit hole lately on the history channel uh the mystery of skinwalker ranch and it's a pretty interesting place um, it's the site of many alleged UFO uh, sightings, shape shifter sightings, which uh, shape shifters are basic are uh, these werewolves. Okay, uh, that go from werewolf to human form. I guess they're a part of uh, first indigenous people folklore. And this uh, area of Skinwalker Ranch uh, was cursed 
by the Navajo Indian, or pardon me, first indigenous people. <clears throat> when they were fighting with the Ute nation, Ute tribe, which this is uh, in the state of Utah, where Utah gets its name from the Ute first indigenous people tribe. And what I've figured out is, one, maybe they should just uh, call up a Navajo witch doctor, or medicine man, witch doctor. What do they call him? I don't know. And just have him take the curse off the place. Or these supposed scientists and investigators... Uh, just need some anxiety and blood pressure medication because they seem to wind themselves up and uh, the mind is a dangerous place and uh, can cause physical and mental harm well your mental your your mind can har harm your body is what I'm trying to say if you tweak yourself up too much and I think that's what the problem is with some of these cats but nonetheless, because I'm a freak about aliens and unsolved mysteries, dun-dun-dun. Remember that show from the 80s and 90s, Unsolved Mysteries? That was a pretty cool show. Uh, I've, been, I've been addicted to this ridiculous show. And it's almost as terrible as the ancient alien marathon that the History Channel insists on having every Friday. But, nonetheless, I do like the History Channel for their history. They had a good one about the Titans that built America, and uh, they have a good series on right now about the food that built America. Did ye know that the original ice cream bar on a stick was invented in Youngstown, Ohio. Phenomenal. And hence, Ohio has been one of the most obese states in America ever since. I are living proof of that. Though I did lose 60 pounds last year during the, t the pandemic. Well, anywho. So... <clears throat> I tell you this, when it comes politically, everyone's pointing fingers here, there, and everywhere. There are people on the news say, oh, good gravy, the Republican Party's divided. I think with the exceptions of uh, people like Liz Cheney and the McCain's, America is pretty, or the GOP is pretty well united, but the Democrat Party is just heck bent on uh, dividing us, uh, being divisive with us, and the the head haunch to this is Mr. Barack Hussein Obama, uh, and I like, you know, there's things about little Barack I like. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for the little fellow. He he was thrust into a spot 
by his own doing, but really I don't I don't believe he thought he would get as far as he did in that 2008 primary, let alone be elected president twice. But he was on uh, some news talk show flapping his gums about how Republicans are acting like the, the biggest threat to the Republic right now is critical race theory. Well, it is the biggest threat to the Republic because it's, it wants to divide us along social, class, economic, and racial lines. I was learned in school, we're all one race, the human race. In fact, I had a pair of shoes from Nike <laughs> built in a uh, made in a sweatshop somewhere, but nonetheless, um, they were uh, endorsed by Spike Lee. I think um, I used to call him the Air Spike, but I don't, that's not what they were called. But anyways, they had on there, you know, written uh, "One Race, One World" or something like that. And that's what we were always taught. But now critical race theory wants to teach you all the negatory things about America. It wants to tell you to be less white. Well, I'm, I'm freckled, so I don't know where I fall into that. But uh, it, it just, it just, it's the most divisive thing. And Mr. Obama is one of the most divisive people we've ever had uh, in the White House. You know, his his first thing he said when he was running was, well, I'll never be elected president because I don't look like the people on those dollar bills. And that, you know, sparked his campaign that's that lit a fire under his campaign but the daily beast has this article up and the title is the blame america first crowd is dragging down the democrats and it's written by matt lewis goes on to say here, this is the first time I'm really reading it, but the headline caught my eye, so I thought, well, let's delve in. Uh, The Blame America First crowd strikes again. The latest example comes to us via Rep. Ilhan Omar. Much has been made over Omar's flirtatious flirtations with atheism but this time she took things a step further. She didn't just equate Israel with terrorist organizations, as horrible as wrong and wrong as that may be. Uh, yeah, Israel is like the most terrorized nation on earth. Uh, 
she did the same thing to America, tweeting that, quote, we have seen unthinkable atrocities committed by the U.S., Hamas, Israel, Afghanistan, and the Taliban. So she's, she's comparing the United States to three nations that sponsor terrorism. One moment while I type something in here. Uh, well, Hamas is a, a, a terrorist organization in itself. So, but then you have Afghanistan, which, as you know, was the harbor to Mr. Osama bin Laden. And then... Get that and go back to Ilhan's statement. Let's see here. Whoop. Scroll too far. So, you reread this Afghanistan and the Taliban. Okay. So, the Taliban and Afghanistan are synonymous with each other. Hamas, that's the uh, government of the Gaza Strip and the West Bank of Israel where the uh, Muslims live. Afghanistan, of course, Muslim nation uh, and is now run by the Taliban once again. So, in the wake of that tweet, she has sought once again to clarify her position and to play victim. Yeah, she... Ms. Ilhan Omar, Mrs. Omar, whatever she is, likes to say these things and then back at, once she's stirred the ire of uh, whoever she's trying to rile up, she then backs up and plays victim. Same thing AOC likes to do. Accusing her critics of perpetuating Islamic, Islamophobic tropes. I don't think any of her critiques, critics are afraid of her. So I don't think they're phobic. But anyways, her pattern of comments betray her worldwide more so than her coerced clarifications. But her permit, uh, pessimism about her adopted country, the, yeah, she came here from Somalia and adopted the United States as her home, uh, went through citizenship, and she seems to hate us. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, she's been elected to Congress twice. Uh, her pessimism about her adopted country, which is increasingly shared among citizens and politicians, also deserves more scrutiny. 
If, like me, you're worried about what the left is doing with critical race theory, I'm reading the article, by the way, or the 1619 Project's attempts to reframe America's founding and, ex and by extension, America's present and future as the fruit of the poison tree. What they're trying to do is bring back the ghost of America's past. They're obsessed with slavery, which was horrible, terrible thing. But I was watching a video by uh, Brandon Tatum or B. Tatum on YouTube and <clears throat> he's a, a black dude a former policeman uh, and he was he says the first person in America to apply to own slaves was actually a black man I don't know if that's true or not or if that's just what B. Tatum found <coughs> But nonetheless, th these people in the 1619 Project, their whole goal is to reframe the founding of the United States to the day the first slaves were brought here, which they would have been brought by British colonists, which tells you, like, as we know, there were slaves all over the world at that time period. Uh, there were Africans that owned Africans. There were Arabs that owned Arab slaves. There were Arabs that owned Israeli slaves. Um, and there is still slavery in the United, in the world. Pardon me. Uh, if you want to take into account the Uyghur Muslims in China, uh, Christians in China, uh, Buddhists in China that the government of communist government of china forces to work in sweatshops and make all of our fancy schmancy american electronics like uh or so anything you see made in china was probably made by uh, a uyghur muslim or somebody in a sweatshop against their will if they're nice they pay you pennies a day Nonetheless, uh, they're, they're damned hell-bent on painting America as the big evil. And they, they just keep reaching further and further back into our past. And what I, I just don't understand about this way of thought is that you're, you're going so far back in the past. What in America's present is so horrible? We have, yes, we have police shootings of African-American males and women. Uh, generally, when they're committing a crime. But, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. See, we're coming up on my one of my favorite holidays. As a patriotic American, obviously the 4th of July is my favorite holiday. Now, my, of course, my favorite holiday in general is Christmas. 
because I'm weird and I over-decorate my house and I over-buy presents and such and I over-give to charity too. I, I guess you can never over-give to charity, but you get my point. <clears throat> but these people in, you know, the 1619 Project and your Ilhan Omars, they just are so damn bent on going back to America's past. Well, it, why did Ilhan Omar leave Somalia? Uh, by the way, after the United States Marine Corps rescued her tribe from uh, a gang of war lords, and then she comes here to trash our country. Makes no sense to me. She, a lot of people like uh, the, the rapper Pitbull. Uh, he's like, he was on a rant a few months ago uh, before the election and such saying, you know, these some of these people are trying to make America communist. And man, it's like I'm a first generation uh, Cuban who left communist Cuba and you don't want to go down that road of communism. Uh, I'm paraphrasing and leaving out a lot of the swear words that Pitbull used. But why, why are these people so bent on making America, A, a socialist country, and making America into the terrible place that she left? I mean, I'm sure there, there are good points to Somalia. Some, somewhere. Somewhere's along the line. But she ran away from that country to come here and degrade the United States. Do we have problems? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's problems in America. There's poverty. But the, the answer to, uh, let's say, poverty, which is one of the problems in the uh, black community, is not to punish the rich or the wealthy or, as I call them, job creators. I've never had a, per, a poor person hire me for a job. I've never worked for a company that was owned by poor people. But they want to rob from the rich and give to the poor. Let's look at a different angle on this. So, newly, there's a newly elected representative. Newly elected Republican Rep Byron Donalds goes viral for CNN exchange about racism and Trump. Byron happens to be a black man. Says freshman Republican lawmaker. Uh, this is from People magazine, by the way. Freshman Republican lawmaker. Byron Donalds is making headlines this week following an appearance on CNN in which his claims that Trump has rejected white supremacy were met with a super cut of former president, the former president making inflammatory comments. That's the key word there, a super cut. They take what Donald Trump said and they cut it into sound bites. Okay?
and then they beat those sound bites into your head without playing the full context of the song. song, uh, Full context of what he was saying. And this Byron seems to have called CNN and others out on this. When he talked, when Trump talked about the Charlottesville incident, he said what white supremacy and skinhead and neo-Nazis have no place in America. And he said there were bad people on both sides of the Charlottesville riot. And then he said, and there were some good people too. Well, all the pundits play you the words white supremacy and good people and they splice it together. And this rep Byron Donalds called them out on that. <laughs> so, uh, this is here. Donalds' Thursday appearance on the network came as he claimed that he was denied entry into the Congressional Black Caucus due to being a conservative. Well, that's not very nice uh, of the Congressional Black Caucus to deny him uh, the right to be there because he's a conservative Republican. Now, is it? I don't think it is, uh, if that's true. I don't too much shit. Uh, sorry, I'm rearranging stuff because my dog's trying to crawl up on the couch next to me. So, Mr. Donalds, uh, I, I wish him well, and I think he hit a nail on the head that, you know, within these groups in Congress that say they're, they are there to, you know, uh, express and see the viewpoints of different people of different races or... You know, there's a, what's that one AOC is with, the Progressive Caucus. They're very regressive, honestly, because they want to go back into old socialist ways that have outright failed other countries in the world, but whatever. Uh, they, They deny people the right to join their caucus because they're conservative or AKA Republican. Not nice. Not nice at all. But here's a, a man who's 42 years old, two years younger than I. Uh, he says, I have a perspective being a 42-year-old black man who's come up in America after a lot of battles through the civil rights movement that I think would actually be helpful, help be helpful and a helpful perspective to the CBC, Congressional Black Caucus, Donalds said on CNN. Whether they want to take advantage of that is really up to them, end quote. Seems like a nice young man. Uh, I'm sure he will be demonized and dragged through the mud from now on. Uh, Looks like he's got some kind of hearing device in his ear. I don't know if that's a Bluetooth or a hearing aid, but... uh, I wish Mr. Donalds well. He's got an uphill battle uh, in Congress being conservative and all. Uh, So 
but th this is where you know the Democrats and the progressives uh, and these folks are dividing America along racial lines. Oh, you're not would Biden say you're not if you have if you don't know whether you're voting for me or Trump, you're not black. Well, geez, that would get you crucified if you were a Republican. You know, if Abe Lincoln went out and said, hey, if you, well, if Abe Lincoln were alive today and said, uh, if you don't know whether or not you're going to vote for me or Jefferson Davis, you ain't black, crying out loud, he'd be crucified by the Congressional Black Caucus and by the progressives and uh, all these, you know, liberal organizations and groups and factions and so on and so forth. Uh, but, you know, that that's just the way they're dividing America. Uh, and this kind of drew my attention as I get ready for the, uh, I, I put on a celebration in my hometown for uh, America's birthday, I have the last several years. And uh, this just blows my mind that people want to so badly divide this country and they don't even know why or what they're doing you know uh, we've got inflation going wild uh, we've got all sorts of things going crazy but you know former President Obama wants to push critical race theory Rep Ilhan Omar wants to compare the United States and Israel to uh, terrorist organizations and uh, nations that harbor terrorists and uh, a political regime that harbored a terrorist uh, and you know the CBC doesn't want a black Republican in their caucus uh, or at least not a conservative black Republican in their caucus uh, just a, a strange strange we should be uniting right now in the United States uh, because the, you know there are enemies of the United States in China and Russia and we have these cyber attacks going on now that are hurting us uh, like I said the price of gasoline and energy is going up and up 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 and away uh, but you have people that would rather be divisive along racial and political and socioeconomic lines on the Democrat side. I've been in many a many high high-ranking meetings, I guess you would say, meetings with the high muckamucks of the Republican Party, and I have yet once I have not once heard racial slurs uttered. I have not heard anyone talk down about this is how we need to suppress black voters. This is how we need to oppress the black man and woman. But these are all the things that people like Ilhan Omar and the Congressional Black Caucus want us to think are taking place. And they're living in the past. I understand, you know, if I see an older black man with gray hair, he probably lived in a time when he couldn't piss in the same toilet as a white man. And that was terrible. 
But who pushed those segregation laws? Joe Biden, who was against busing black kids to white schools because he, quote, didn't want his crackhead son to grow up in a racial jungle? Who pushed, who was Bull Connor, who stood in the schoolhouse door and said that he wouldn't let black students in? He was a Democrat. And who was the president that sent the 101st Airborne or 82nd Airborne, 101st, I think, the Screaming Eagles, into escort little black children into school? It was a Republican, Dwight David Eisenhower who cracked the segregation and said, I'll be damned, you're going to let these black kids go to the white school, and I'm going to send an elite military unit into in there to make sure you do it. Anyways, that went a little longer than I thought, because I, I screwed around with my Johnny Cash song and lighted my stogie longer than I planned, but uh, you get my point. Ye sees me point. Right, ladies and germs? With that, hey, God bless y'all. Pray for one another. This has been Big John on Americana, the American way. God bless y'all. I love you. Peace out. to hear